A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. Can you feel it? Because we know your barn smells like money. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. A little warmer day today than yesterday. We'll hit probably the mid-80s under sunny skies. Tomorrow, sunshine in 82. Friday, we've got a chance of isolated showers moving in in 82. The weekend looks nice. Mostly sunny skies Saturday and Sunday back around the mid-80s. Looks like great weather for the 170th Wisconsin State Fair officially opening tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. State Fair Park in West Allis. Remember, turn to the Midwest Farm Report for all the details from the Wisconsin State Fair. Brought to you courtesy of Armor Animal Health. And you can pick that information up here on the early show Also, follow us on Facebook, Fabulous Farm Babe, for updates, and go to MidwestFarmReport.com as well. Trying to transport those animals to the Wisconsin State Fair takes some careful consideration and thought. Talking about that in just a moment. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. If you're interested in a rewarding career with a strong Wisconsin company, Rural Mutual Insurance is looking to add to their growing team of successful employees and agents. Apply online today at ruralmutual.com slash careers. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Whether it's a lot or a little, we need your rainfall reports. The Rural Mutual Rainfall Report is on. Text your rainfall reports to 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. Be sure and include your name and where you're reporting from because every month we'll pick a winner for a digital weather station courtesy Rural Mutual Insurance. Premiums paid here, stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. Text those rainfall reports to 877-301-FARM. Farm. The fair season is off and rolling well into the summertime now. And of course, we've had some summer temperatures that have been very hot around Wisconsin. And that means you got to be careful whether you're hauling hogs or sheep or cattle, horses, whatever the case may be. Bob Bosol here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And uh, Aaron, it's been hot all over the state. I don't care what fair or sale barn you're going to, take care of the livestock. That's right, Bob. And the Wisconsin State Fair now starts tomorrow and that's another one where lots of people are going to be moving lots of people are going to be taking livestock and we always have to be mindful of that warm weather and how we deal with that to keep the livestock comfortable safe and healthy i'm aaron zimmerman here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in madison and i got to talk with bernie o'rourke youth livestock specialist for the uw extension and she got to remind me about what are some of the things that we can do to prevent our livestock from overheating while hauling to them to the fair? And then once we get there, how we can keep them comfortable and cool all week or a few days or however long we're at the fair and keep them safe, keep them healthy, and keep them going all fair long. Animals certainly are important to us, and so we've spent a great deal of time with them through our our project. And so just like animals and just like humans, we want to take care of ourselves in the heat and humidity because we couldn't get sick or we can, as humans, have some struggles with that, with that heat and humidity. And and same is true for animals. They do become stressed 
and uncomfortable during heat and humidity and uncomfortable positions uh, that environment can throw at them. And also to new environments of going to a new fair or a fairgrounds, a new pen, uh, new water, all those things provide a new stress to animals. And so we've got to be really super mindful as we take them to county fair, state fair, other new environments, and just be mindful on how they're transitioning into those new environments and how that heat and humidity can put another factor and variable to their comfort. Definitely. And I think one thing that maybe we forget about, let's start even before we get to the fair. Let's talk about transportation. You know, we have to Mm -hmm. get them to the fair, but what are some tips that you can give people as far as, you know, we're getting these steers, heifers, lambs, pigs loaded up on the trailer and headed towards the fair, but it's probably, depending on when you're going, you know, maybe we need to plan a good time or plan how we're going to do this so the animals don't get overly stressed in the trailer on the way to the show. Right. Yeah, that's pretty key. I mean, transportation is um, one thing that I really encourage even even the, the fairs to kind of restructure and think about scheduling as they look at the forecast. You know, so transportation of animals, um, I would obviously do it on days that are, are certainly cooler if you can. Uh, sometimes the schedule may or may not permit that. So doing it super early in the morning and or the coolness of the evening, fairs may want to restructure their timing, not to have animals arrive maybe during the hottest part of the day. Certainly do it in the early morning and, and get those an, animals settled in and comfortable before really the heat of the day comes. Get those fans up, uh, making sure they're transitioning to the water. It's new water, so tricks of the trade of making sure that they can get into the water a little bit more quickly, maybe bringing water from home for a while to get them to drink would be important. And and so that other part of the transit transport um is really just making sure, you know, the bedding in the trailer might be wet so they can be comfortable. Don't use straw, perhaps, because straw can act like an insulator at times. And and certainly don't crowd the animals in the trailer when you're bringing them in. Make sure all the ventilation holes are open in the trailer. And when you're going to the fair, load all the tack and all of that sort of things right away. And then put the animals on at the very last minute and get on going to the, to the fairgrounds and, and get them moved off the trailer pretty quickly so they got some air movement around them and they're being able to accommodate to that uh, new surroundings as quickly as possible. Sure. So now we've gotten them to the fair. Let's talk a little bit once we get them into the barn, get them settled in. uh, You mentioned a little bit, but let's talk about what kind of things we can do in these barns or in the pens, wherever these animals Mm -hmm. may be to keep them comfortable all week long or a few days long or however long they're going to be at that show. Yeah, I did mention a few of those things, but I think, you know, for sure it's just the water acclimation, right? I mean, that's the most important thing. Animals are mostly made of muscle and, you know, muscle is mostly made of water, right? So we really got to get them drinking. And so again, bringing water from home, uh, using filters, you might need to, you know, mix some electrolytes or some Gatorade or some other things, you know, tricks, sugar, any types of, of thing to get them drinking and transitioning to maybe that new water would be most important. You know, the other features, of course, is get those fans up, you know, certainly don't buy the fans, you know, the, the small fans that don't really do a lot of velocity in terms of movement of air from your local stores. Try and get those big velocity fans 
and, and get that air moving really quickly and get that going right away. Certainly, you know, make sure if you've, you've got that supplemental electricity, you know, sometimes uh, depending on fairgrounds and, and building dynamics, you may need to have a generator along or be able to have some options. Hopefully your fair has some of those things kind of ironed out before y'all get there. But that's another way to make sure you've got the ability to get fans and those types of things on them. Certainly, you know, your stalling may not be of your choice in the in the barn. So certainly um, making sure if you've got some tarps or some other things like that, if you're on the outside of a building where sun can get into, the, into your pens um, during some dif- different times of the day, you know, tarps can provide some shade, but just make sure you're just not trapping heat in. Make sure you've got a fan that's going to move that air. Just make sure that they're getting water, you know, getting them off the trailer and rinsing them, cooling them down, you know, really using that lukewarm water at first. Cold, cold water will shock them or or could shock them. And, and so just using lukewarm water at first and transitioning maybe to some cooler water, uh, especially depending upon how hot they, they really are and how stressed they really are. And then get them in their, in their pens as quickly as you can, get them comfortable, get them laying down, getting them used to the environment, this new environment. So now we've gotten the animals to the fair. We've gotten done all the necessary precautions to try to keep them cool. But some of these animals, obviously, you know, cattle may be in coolers at home. You may have them in fans, those kind of things at home where they're nice and comfortable and out of the heat. But what do we do now in case the animal would happen to get sick or get overheated and you know, they're just not responding well to what you're doing. What kind of things do we need to do once we're kind of past that point so something worse doesn't happen to the animal? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. And when they start showing signs of stress, you know, certainly contact uh, your either veterinarian at home, your local vet that you've been working with, or if you're at an exhibition, you know, get that veterinarian that's on staff to really come on over and have a look get some advice. You know, they're the animal health care professional that would really be able to get you some sound advice as to what the next steps might be. Generally, it's just cooling that animal. So, you know, trying to minimize movement is probably the best and make sure it's drinking water, making sure it's getting that coolness. You know, sometimes just again, that, that lukewarm water on the belly and then moving it up to the other animal parts. Generally, has been, you know, proven to cool that body down. We learned a lot from uh, the research related to, you know, pigs during the time we were had some stress with, with those types of pigs. You know, really that lukewarm water on the belly uh, from rear flank to fore flank and back and forth really tended to cool those animals down pretty quickly. So, you know, definitely bring in your veterinarian, get some sound advice on what the next steps might be. And in some cases, it may have to be moving animals home, working with your fair board to make some of those decisions and, you know, any, any way to cool that animal down. You may need to bring in, you know, some ice. You might need to bring in some different features in terms of sprinkling systems or, you know, really those abilities to, to change maybe the types and, and types of feed you're giving your animal and maybe the times you're feeding them, feeding them at night or towards later evening when all of the digestion, especially in the ruminant, is happening in the evening during the cooler part of the day. You know, all of those things are really key. And really, if, if you've gone past and, and really your stressful time is really involving your veterinarian and, and thinking probably bigger picture, right, of 
of how to get that animal cooled down, how to get it in a place of comfort that doesn't have, you know, any any of a challenging experience as you as you move forward. Bernie O'Rourke, Youth Livestock Specialist with UW Extension, with some tips and tricks on how to keep your livestock cool and comfortable when at the fair here in the summer. Now you've put all that work and time and effort into your project, make sure to put the work and time and effort in at the fair to keep these animals comfortable, healthy, and performing the way you want. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Aaron Zimmerman. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. This is Jeff Dunn from Dunn's Import Car Service in Middleton. I have been in the import car repair business for over 40 years. I started Dunn's Import in 1979, and I am very proud of our shop, technicians, and our ethics. This is a business that takes career professionals Remember, driving is far from free, and it is a huge responsibility. Drive safely and pay attention. Thank you. From Dunn's Input. This is the story of Daniel, who was born two months early. His lungs weren't ready. His heart wasn't ready. His parents could only hope that one day he would leave the hospital healthy, and they would all live happily ever after. Daniel's is just one of the more than 500,000 stories of babies born prematurely last year. You can help the March of Dimes stop premature birth and bring more babies home healthy. Learn how at marchofdimes.com. Working together for stronger, healthier babies. What's the one thing that can ruin any fishing trip? Not having a boat. Lucky for you, Mad City Power Sports has a great selection of 2021 boats in stock. You'll find incredible deals on America's number one selling fishing boat, Tracker, like Fast Trackers, starting at 14120. Don't get left out on the shore this year. Get out to Mad City Power Sports off the interstate in the forest today. MadCityPowerSports.com. Shopping for that special someone can be hard. You want to make sure that gift is perfect. Jewelry is always a great go-to because it lasts forever. Place to go? Goodman's Jewelers. They have the best prices, something for every budget. They have incredible quality jewelry, one-of-a-kind pieces, diamonds, engagement rings, traditional and modern styles, and you can customize your own. Something for a Badger Packer fan? Goodman's Jewelers has it. A true icon in Madison, the city's oldest full-service jewelry store, is your family. Goodman's Jewelers. You bet she thinks your tractor's sexy. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Young. Ah, uh, yeah, as we get started on a Wednesday morning, a lot of tractors taking advantage of this uh, drier weather that we're enjoying this week. Time to talk weather on a Compure Financial Ag Weather Wednesday. Stu Muck, Ag Meteorologist, joining us this morning. Did you get all that uh, uh, oats shocked up now? We got it shocked some. We loaded right away. We are planning to pick up shocks tomorrow afternoon before it could rain. That's I, I saw that this morning in the forecast, and I thought to myself, there's a, quite a few folks that probably want to scramble. Uh, of course, there's a lot of folks that are getting ready to uh, head to the Wisconsin State Fair. Uh, we've got the Alto Fair by Wapon that's happening next week. So we're still all pretty weather-dependent, Stu. I can't complain about what we've got coming up the next 48 hours, though. Oh, no, no, very fine. Temperatures uh, at or a little bit above normal. Yeah, a little hazy. That air quality alert still 
in effect, at least through noon today, north of La Crosse, all the way to Appleton, the northern tip of Lake Winnebago, and areas north back into Minnesota as well, still because of that smoke and the particulates in the air. Other than that, some sunshine will be around, and it sounds like a pretty fair day indeed with temperatures at or a little bit above normal. Sunshine, great conditions. High pressure is just off to the south. The one thing you may want to keep in mind, I was down around Milwaukee, Menominee Falls yesterday, and there were a few sprinkles, and I heard a bit later in the day there actually was a downpour or two in the Germantown area. That chance in far eastern Wisconsin, especially southeast, exists again this afternoon. The rest of us stay dry. We don't have a problem with that, but it's more likely that as low pressure finally approaches out of the west, the system's still quite a ways out to the west, providing some very light rain in the far western Dakotas and then down into Colorado. That system will push further east and could finally, as we make our way on toward late Thursday, La Crosse, Boston, northwest Wisconsin, there may be an afternoon shower. That chance then around a bit later Thursday night could be Friday afternoon, Friday night. I think I've talked about it. I don't expect it to be a big gully washer, nothing like that. Tenth of an inch or less at any time. You know, as we start adding up late Thursday night, Friday, Friday night, a couple of tenths of an inch could be seen. I don't expect a lot more than that, but that scattered shower, that pop-up hit or miss, that chance sticks around right on into and through the weekend, and the temperature slowly getting warmer back up to that well above normal level, it looks like, as we move our way right on into next week as well. I'll have forecast details right after this. Armor Animal Health believes that prevention is the best medicine. That's why Armor Animal Health is your integrated solution for preventing disease in your herd. They bring together the lab, the products, and the veterinarians to treat the problems your herd is facing. Respond with a plan to maintain your herd's health and act before the problem worsens. You can order herd health products and supplies online at ArmorAnimalHealth.com. Armor Animal Health, detecting diseases, defending animals, delivering promises. ArmorAnimalHealth.com The Wisconsin Soybean Association works hard to share the voices of Wisconsin soybean growers at the state and national level. And you can become a member at BadgerBean.com. Besides a voice in Washington, WSA members receive free seed, discounted event tickets, and products. Not to mention news on the latest in soybean research and technology. And being a member of the Wisconsin Soybean Association also makes you a member of the American Soybean Association. So join today at BadgerBean.com and help the Wisconsin Soybean Association go to work for you. All right, mid-80s for today and a little bit more sunshine. Is that air quality improving too, Stu? A little bit. There's still the alert, like I've said, uh, north of La Crosse to Appleton. But our Compure Financial Ag Weather update does include sunshine today. A little hazy. You may even find some fog this morning. Fear not, it does become sunny. Low and mid-80s. Low 80s in the south, mid-80s everywhere else. Winds become southwest here today at about 5. That sprinkle in southeast Wisconsin could pop up. Clear skies overnight. A little fog in some of the low spots. Low to mid-60s. Southwest winds at 5. Back to mostly sunny Thursday. A little hazy, some fog early. Nothing big. I'd expect, again, low and mid-80s with the south winds at 5 to 15. Thursday, that chance of an isolated shower or storm in the west in the afternoon. More likely all of us see a small chance late Thursday night. And by Friday, partly sunny. Could be an afternoon shower or isolated thunderstorm. Low and mid-80s one more time. Southwest winds at 5 to 10. That very scattered shower lingers as a chance then, Pam, right through the weekend and into early next week. 
Well, we'll just have to keep an eye on it. I, I don't think that anybody would be surprised being at the state fair and then suddenly have to seek shelter in a food stand or a beer stand or something like that. It's just kind of what we have learned to expect. But it's nice to get back in the 80s. That's going to be a little bit of a relief off some growers' minds. Yeah, yeah, get it. staying away from those 90s and not quite having that humidity ought to make everything a little better. All right, dude, we will catch up with you tomorrow. All right, see you then. All right, Stu Muck, Ag Meteorologist with the weather details that you're looking for. And, of course, it's brought to you courtesy this morning of Compure Financial. Compure Financial is your financial partner committed to agriculture in rural America. You can find out more, as always, visit Compure.com. We're keeping an eye on truth in labeling and making sure consumers know exactly what they're getting at the grocery store. More on that before we're done on this Wednesday. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. If you're interested in a rewarding career with a strong Wisconsin company, Rural Mutual Insurance is looking to add to their growing team of successful employees and agents. Apply online today at RuralMutual.com slash careers. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Say, have you heard of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation? Yes, it's the grassroots organization of people just like you that care about keeping agriculture strong. By joining Farm Bureau, you also qualify for money-saving member benefits, like savings on select John Deere equipment and more. Get more details at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. I'd pull up to the house. I'm like, ugh, we can't have that ugly house, you know. We really needed to replace the siding. We ended up going with Prairie Exteriors. Their pricing was really reasonable. I'd drive up to my house now. I'm like, oh my gosh, my house looks so nice now. It looks so amazing. I was so impressed. Improve the look and value of your property with one of the area's highest rated exterior companies, Prairie Exteriors. Prairie Exteriors. Now that's impressive. PrairieExteriors.com. It looks phenomenal. Tom Spitz and David Fink of Settlers Bank. Freedom from fees means more to spend on what matters most. Our fee-free e-checking lets you easily manage your money. Our online and mobile banking with bill pay and person-to-person payments are all free. Freedom is found in the money you keep. Learn more at settlerswi.com slash open my account. Settlers Bank, timely decisions, people you know. Member FDIC, equal opportunity lender. At the American Lung Association, we're fighting for a day when we can all breathe easier. We're fighting for clear skies over every city and healthy lungs throughout the country. We're fighting to keep harmful secondhand smoke out of our public spaces and workplaces. And fighting to free millions of Americans from the addictive grip of tobacco and the devastating effects of lung disease. We're fighting for a day when kids no longer battle airborne poisons in their own homes or the fear of an asthma attack. The American Lung Association isn't just fighting for air. We're fighting for all the things that make it worth breathing, and we can use your help. Join us in the fight. Visit fightingforair.org and read about just a few of the many ways the American Lung Association is fighting to protect the air we breathe, both indoors and out. 
See what you can do at fightingforair.org. Huh. Nice. Hardwood floor. Or is it? Sounds like a floor. It's not squishy. That's good. Floors aren't supposed to squish. Goes wall to wall, like good floors do. And I'm walking all over it. Usually, a dead giveaway that it's a floor. But it's not a floor. This is a mattress. Charlie Heidel's for 52 days. People like Charlie are scattered all across Dane County. And because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll supply nearly $400,000 in bedding, furniture, clothing, and household items to people like Charlie. Just one part of the more than $1.4 million in food, shelter, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. At the American Lung Association, we're fighting for a day when we can all breathe easier. We're fighting for clear skies over every city and healthy lungs throughout the country. We're fighting to keep harmful secondhand smoke out of our public spaces and workplaces. And fighting to free millions of Americans from the addictive grip of tobacco and the devastating effects of lung disease. We're fighting for a day when kids no longer battle airborne poisons in their own homes or the fear of an asthma attack. The American Lung Association isn't just fighting for air. We're fighting for all the things that make it worth breathing. And we can use your help. Join us in the fight. Visit fightingforair.org and read about just a few of the many ways the American Lung Association is fighting to protect the air we breathe, both indoors and out. See what you can do at fightingforair.org. When it comes to the drama involving Aaron Rodgers and Brian Gutekunst, we actually have football, Mike, so week two of training camp underway. So I'm pretty excited. I have to ask you, though, uh, what's getting lost in the minutiae of all this drama is how's Jordan Love looking? What have you seen from Jordan Love, Mike? Up and down. Today they are putting on the pads, and so that's where I really feel better about you know, depth charts and battles like you know at the corner with Kevin King still out with a hamstring. Eric Stokes sometimes getting burnt by Devontae Adams. And, you know, a lot of your listeners will, like, uh, text me or tweet me and say, well, how does Stokes look? I mean, this guy's supposed to have 4-2 speed. And I say, well, remember, man, you know, Jerry Rice talked about this 30 years ago. It's not he, – he wasn't the fastest guy. He just learned how to get separation, how to take angles, how to have timing with Joe Montana. And that's what Devontae's got with Aaron Rodgers. As for Jordan Love, though, I mean, your heart sinks yesterday when you're watching Love and he uh, play action in the pocket, plenty of time, and he takes a breath, he plants his feet, and he throws the ball because Malik Taylor, the guy who beat out Kumro, he's running a fade about 35 yards downfield. He has completely faked out the corner that he had. He's open with his hand up looking over his left shoulder in the left corner for the ball, and he throws a duck. Ooh. Jordan Love throws a duck. Like, you know, it's perfect <laughs> weather conditions. What, how, how did that happen? And, and, and twice, not once, but twice, he fumbled the, you know, exchange from the center to the quarterback. At which point you got to think that Rodgers has got to be looking at one of his teammates and saying, really? They're going to replace me with this? Really? Okay. Yeah, sure. I saw Rodgers was talking about the Kirk Benkirk as well on the sidelines. Is Rodgers kind of putting uh, Kirk under his wing as opposed to Jordan Love, Mike? 
he's helping out everybody. Yeah. You know, he's into it. He's all over the field, uh, and he's just a master out there. He's he is totally in charge. But you know, um, so it's like a week ago. Was it last week? Monday night. He pulls into Green Bay at midnight mm-hmm. in a private jet. By the way, you know those things cost about twelve thousand dollars a flight. Yeah, they're not cheap. That's what that that ticket cost. I remember. Frankie Winters, we were allowed to talk to these uh, player, former players at one of those Packers Hall of Fame dinners, and it was probably around 07 or so, and we were saying, you know, Brett's talking about this might be his last year. And Frankie Winters says, really? Because I'll tell you, man, Deanna uses that private plane like a taxi, man. She goes shopping everywhere <laughs> with it. Out of and you're thinking like, Wow, you know, he's going to have to change his lifestyle because, you know, Deanna just keeps on swiping the car. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, so, uh, so we talked to Mercedes Lewis. Oh, my gosh, this guy, this is one of the reasons they bring this guy in, not only to work with Robert Tunyon, who he says is a great kid, who is just a sponge, who is respectful of the game. And he said, you know, certain veteran players, Mercedes Lewis says this, they look at some guys and they just, some young kid comes in, doesn't ask any questions, doesn't seem to have any respect. Well, you're not going to help that guy out. But if you're humble and you come in and, and you treat veterans a certain way, they will turn around and they will help you out, like Mercedes is a Tunyon, who ended up having 11 touchdowns last year. And you see him still working at the board. So now here's Mercedes coming into this thing. There was a game that we covered like four years ago, Packers down at Jacksonville. It was really hot that day. But one of the biggest plays was when you see this big dude, big dog, out in the left flats pick up a, a pass, and I think it was from Bortles, and he and he takes it down about 35 yards, and it took three Packers to bring this guy down. So Mercedes was asked when we talked to him yesterday afternoon, you're 37 years old now. Do the younger players even know about those days at the Jags where you were catching passes and scoring touchdowns? No, nah, I mean, I don't think so. And I, and I feel like... Because I was playing when, when the TVs, when the clarity was bad. Um, <laughs> I don't even have no highlights on YouTube. So it, no social media, no nothing. But I do have film, though. You could definitely look me up. Um, I was talking to Devontae the other day uh, at the house. And, uh, you know, we, we'll be watching film together and just talking about mindset. We were putting up some of my past clips from all my receptions and stuff like that. And he was like, bro, it's crazy. Like, I feel like some of the dudes on the team don't even know you You really used to get it in like that. I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah. I was like, yeah, that's when I was in my prime. He's like, nah. He's like, you're just in a different prime now. Incredible, Mike. He's been really able to revamp his game throughout the years, hasn't he? He is. And, you know, Nathaniel Hackett was his offensive coordinator back then in Jacksonville. An industry that feeds the world is definitely an industry worth talking about. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Sunny skies today and 84 are expected high. I'm Pam Yonke. Now from the Alcivia Farm News Desk, here's what's happening on a Wednesday, the fourth day of August. On this day in 1944, Anne Frank is captured. Now remember, she's 14 years old. Her and her family had been living in the upstairs of a home in uh, Amsterdam, when they were captured by Germans. She ultimately died in a prison camp, and her diary 
went on to be one of the best-selling books around the world. Her father did survive, but Anne Frank and her family captured on this day in 1944. On this day in 1892, Abby and Andrew Borden are murdered by their daughter, Lizzie. Remember that? Lizzie Borden took an axe and gave her mother 40 wax. When she saw what was done, she gave her father 41. That was really a sensationalized trial back in 1892 because basically it was the first time that it was a family-turned-on-family murder situation. Happy birthday to former President Barack Obama. Also, happy birthday to uh, the wife of British royalty, Meghan Markle, turns 40 today. And now you know. It is a Wednesday, and that means it's time for us to visit with our friends from the Steffes Auction Group. Remember, S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com. And joining us, Ashley Hewn, along with us, uh, kind of keeping us posted on how things are looking, traveling all across uh, the upper Midwest. And you said, uh, again, the state of Minnesota, despite what we've seen over here in Wisconsin, the state of Minnesota, to a large extent, could still use a little rain. Hi, Ashley. Oh, it's definitely dry here, and the stuff we did get last week was extremely spotty. Um, guys that got rain, it was kind of within a five-mile radius here and there, and that's it. Mm. So extremely dry. Um, it's not looking good in some areas, but, you know, um, definitely winners and losers. just depends where you're at. Yeah, as is always the case when it comes to Mother Nature. So let's talk a little bit about what's going on these days. Ashley, we've been talking about this being one of the most aggressive and active times of the year for all of you at Steffes Auction Group when it comes to the volume of sales that are coming up. Yeah, and actually our catalog should be hitting uh, uh, the mailboxes this week. Uh, so if you don't get one by the end of this week, definitely get us a call. We'll send one out. I believe there's 120 auctions in that catalog. Uh, so much equipment is going to be sold from now till pre-harvest, and then the run after harvest is going to be even larger. Right. And remember, folks, whenever you're looking at the equipment that you can find at Steffis Group, Dot com. Remember, somebody's already taken a look at it uh, on their own, a professional trained eye with the Steffes Auction Group. And, of course, uh, that helps you make sure that uh, you're feeling comfortable with that purchase. I also want to remind you, if you want to pick up that uh, auction catalog, of course, the website will get you there, steffesgroup.com, S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com. Or you can call the Wisconsin office at 920 920- Four four two fifty six seventy seven. Again, that's the Wisconsin office nine two zero four four two fifty six seventy seven. And we were talking, Ashley. You can uh, still use a couple more resumes for somebody that might be out there looking for an opportunity to do some of those appraisals, but maybe have a little bit more construction uh, slant to their career, huh? Yeah, absolutely. We're always looking for people that have a passion for equipment. Uh, and like talking to farmers and construction operators and, and talking about what things are worth, what's going on in the market, and help educate everyone along with listing equipment, eventually help and sell it. You know, I was hearing somebody in the real estate market yesterday or the day before talking about how this uh, home buying market is unlike anything we've seen. I've got to believe that with the lack of availability on new stuff and just what's been going on lately, I've got to believe that this is going to be one of the busiest years for uh, for the Steffes Group, hi huh, Ashley? Yeah, it is. You know, company-wide, we're all on track to do about 600 auctions this year, which is 
a lot more than last year, of course, and we're always growing, but we're always expanding our footprint, too. Excellent. Well, like we said, if you want to take a look at the opportunity to join the Steffes Group and have that a little bit more background as far as machinery and especially in the construction area, don't be afraid to reach out to them. SteffesGroup.com. That's S-T-E-F-F-E-S Group.com. Or call their Wisconsin number and talk to somebody about it. 920-442-5677. Once more, 920-442-5677. Ashley Hewn along with us from the Steffes Group. When hot weather strikes your cattle, milk production drops and feed intake decreases. Summer heat may also impact the viability of your herd's reproductive cells. Protect your bottom line this summer by adding BioVets Bovine Gold Light to your cow's daily ration. And keep the herd hydrated, maintain milk production, and keep your breeding program in check. Call now and they'll help you add Bovine Gold Light to your animal health program. 1-800-BIOVET1. 1-800-BIOVET1. BioVet. Innovation at work. Get insurance from a company who knows Wisconsin and cares about your community. You may know Rural Mutual Insurance as the number one farm insurer, but did you know they also offer competitive home and auto rates? Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more about products and discounts. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Say, have you heard of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation? Yes, it's the grassroots organization of people just like you that care about keeping agriculture strong. By joining Farm Bureau, you also qualify for money-saving member benefits, like savings on select cat equipment and more. Get more details at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, a vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. USDA is really keeping a close eye on the drought conditions in the central portion of the United States. Seth Meyer is the chief economist for USDA, and he has been sending out tweets on an information-related stage regarding the drought in 11 western states and the implications for agriculture markets. One area he's focused in on is what's happening with the livestock in those regions. He said right now there is a severe forage shortage Pastures have dried up, hay fields are not producing, and they're continuing to suffer from dry conditions that likely won't go away soon. And according to Seth Meyer with USDA, that's what people have to remember, is this drought is not going to end overnight. Even if we were to break out of this drought, there are lingering effects. And I'll go back to the fact that producers of cattle in the West have the choice of either really poor forage conditions and low handling numbers, you know, density for cow-calf pairs, or sending those animals to feed on what is right now very expensive corn and for other animals, soybeans. And that's where we end up with this potential condition that if we have a problem with cows, those cows need to move to other locations or be slaughtered. And again, this affects our ability to produce beef because of biological lags years out. Seth Myers, he's USDA's chief economist, again, focused in on the drought and the fact that it's probably not going to end just at the end of this growing season. 
Markets and overnight electronic trade. Right now, the corn for December is unchanged, 551 and three quarters. November soybeans are up four and a half, currently at 1324 and a quarter. The September wheat, that's up two and a half at 727 a bushel. Yesterday in Chicago, the barrel cheese dropped a quarter of a cent to 130 and three quarters. 40 pound black cheese was unchanged at 163 and a half. Double A butter on Tuesday dropped eight cents to $1.62 per pound. The August milk overnight is currently a nickel stronger at 1601 100 weight, while September is down to right now at 1591 100 weight. I've been mentioning it right along and I'll say it again. Stay tuned to the Midwest Farm Report for the latest details from the Wisconsin State Fair. Starting tomorrow morning, we'll be bringing you daily updates here on the show, as well as Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook and MidwestFarmReport.com. And all of your Wisconsin State Fair updates brought to you courtesy of our friends at Armor Animal Health. Like I said, we're really looking forward to bringing you details on the 170th Wisconsin State Fair, officially opening 11 a.m. tomorrow morning, State Fair Park in West Dallas. You want all the behind-the-scenes details, specifically of the important role agriculture plays in our State Fair? Well, this is the place to be. MidwestFarmReport.com, Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook, or right here in the Midwest Farm Report's early morning show. We're talking next with Wisconsin Senator Joan Balwig. The budget may be done, but not all their work at the state capitol is finished. She'll explain coming up. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. When your favorites start the game, you can count on a win. Count on Interstate All Battery when you need your car, golf cart, and outdoor equipment to start. Interstate All Battery Staying Power delivers more going power. One store for all the battery energy you'll ever need. Rely on the Interstate All Battery Center to keep you in a starting position. And always free battery testing. Just inside the Middleton Business Park. Interstate Batteries. Outrageously dependable. You rarely think about it, and it often goes unnoticed, until your basement or building floods. A reliable sump pump can be a lifesaver, preventing flooding by detecting water levels and pumping the water back outside, away from your home or business. If your sump pump isn't functioning, contact your friends at Benjamin Plumbing. They can replace your existing sump pump, floats, and check valves. They'll even upgrade your current system to include a battery backup system. The battery makes sure your system continues to work in the event of a power outage. Away from home? Receive pump activation alerts on your smart device. Enjoy peace of mind and improve the value of your property with an upgraded sump pump from Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses, I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, I'm Julie Bowen for the March of Dimes, asking you to help save premature babies. As a mother of three healthy boys, it makes me sad to think that more than a million babies around the world die every year because they're born too soon, and that our country has one of the highest rates of infant death of any developed country. Let's work together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit MarchofDimes.com to find out how you can make a difference in your community and around the world. 
If she's not milking the cows, she's talking about them. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. You know, we visit from time to time with Wisconsin Senator Joan Balwig from Marcusan. She is the chair of the Senate Agriculture Committee. And despite the fact that I think people believe most of the work done at the state capitol is done once the budget is signed, in reality, there is still a lot of policy development that is going to be going on into the fall and winter. And I talked about that with Joan yesterday, and she updated me specifically on a couple items pertaining to Wisconsin agriculture, truth in labeling. This was legislation that was introduced and passed by both the Assembly and the Senate, and uh, the goal is to make sure consumers understand what they're buying at the grocery store. If something says milk, it's got to come from a bovine. If something says uh, meat, it's got to come from an animal, not be plant-based. That is the goal of these truth in labeling bills. Catch is, Wisconsin can't do it alone. I talked with Joan Balwig about what she's been doing to try to champion the idea of truth in labeling outside the state. Well, I belong to a national legislative uh, organization, the Council of State Governments, and we have uh, regional conferences throughout the summer. And so one of the things I did at my Midwest regional conference, uh, that's 11 Midwestern states and four Canadian provinces, I took um, a resolution to that conference encouraging um, the U.S. government to get on the board and get these uh, labeling laws done. I mean, we want to do this in the state of Wisconsin, but we can't We can't unilaterally make all that happen. It really needs to be a, a joint effort. So we got that resolution passed, and that's been sent on to uh, both state and congressional uh, members to encourage them to do that. And I also sent that resolution that's going to be taken up in the eastern region, uh, the egg chair out there was very excited to, to, to take a look at this. Of course, there's many states out there that are uh, doing vegetables, just as Wisconsin, but of course, um, milk and uh, dairy products are very big going out east, and I hope to have the same thing happen out west. I know I had some of my Midwestern, but the, the Dakota states, Nebraska, they're all very excited to support this because of their heavy um, meat processing out there, and a couple of states have have passed truth and labeling um, when it comes to meat because that's an important product uh, to them. So I think we need to encourage as much as we can um, uh, get the word out that we do need, and that's why we call it truth and labeling um, when it comes to meat, milk, and dairy products. I've got to believe, Joan, when you're having some of these conversations that you may ultimately end up educating the person on the other end of the line. Uh, they may be uh, congressionally elected, but that doesn't mean that they necessarily have to have all the ins and outs when it comes to uh, dairy, meat, and that type of thing. Absolutely. And yes, we do, uh, we do recognize that people maybe want to have some other type of product. They just should have the um, understanding of what type of product it is, if it's it's coming from from soy, those are our good uh, good farmers also. But just to make sure that uh, whether it's coming from a vegetable or uh, fruit or or um, or something else, that let's just all know what what it is we're actually consuming. And you mentioned that some of these states have already kind of been campaigning on the same side, looking for that clear evidence for consumers as far as the truth and labeling. Um, 
Anybody got a unique version, something that caught your attention when you had this conversation? Well, actually, as I, as I, as I mentioned, some of these uh, Great Plains states, they've been focused on the um, uh, meat labeling uh, to support their agricultural industry, and that's why I think it's important that Wisconsin, we are so diverse. Uh, there's no reason why we shouldn't be talking about all three aspects uh, with uh, Senator Markline's bills with um, meat, milk, and dairy. They're three different um, three different processes, and it it's not only the uh, consumer education piece so that they know what it is. As we get more into the export market, there are so many um, rules regarding labeling and licensing. Uh, to be able to uh, export our products. So it would be great if uh, we can have that baseline done here in the United States. You know, the other part that's interesting about this whole conversation is, and it's already been pointed out by many, we do have laws on the books if the federal government would just take their authority and enforce Absolutely. And so we're encouraging them that this is something that we need to get done, uh, especially when it comes to the labeling piece. People know need to know what their products are. Anything else in particular, Joan, that you think people should be aware of? You know, here we are waning into the summer months. Pretty soon kids are going to be going back to school. Uh, maybe give us a sense of tempo for uh, you folks that uh, make the trip down to the state capitol. Well, first I'd say, since you mentioned kids, there are a lot of county fairs that are still going on. I know there's two going on this week in the 14th District, both Adams and, and Green Lakes, so or about at the uh, not quite at the midpoint of county fairs, and those are the kids that we need to support that are interested now in agriculture, no matter what they do in as they continue into life. There's many um, means of... Uh, participating in, in agriculture. On the legislative side, uh, there are committee meetings going on right now, but uh, people are more focused on what's happening in their own uh, communities. We'll be back full-time in the uh, legislature after uh, Labor Day ourselves. Committee meetings will be ramping up and uh, back into session at the uh, at the end of September. So hoping to get some of these things across the uh, across the finish line in this session and, and signed into law. Excellent. Excellent. Thanks for the progress update. That's Senator Joan Balwig from Marcusan joining us for an update on some of the items you may or may not realize about Wisconsin agriculture and as important about the policy development that she's working on at the State House. Joan Balwig, chair of the Senate Agriculture Committee from Marcusan. Tomorrow we'll be catching up with our friends from EverAg and giving you the latest update on what's happening with our dairy markets. We'll see you tomorrow morning, same time, same channel. Sign up for daily agriculture updates by joining our email list. Head to MidwestFarmReport.com, enter your email address, and we'll handle the rest. This is the Midwest Farm Report with